All right, y'all, welcome back to another week of Health Unscripted. I know I took a break last week or we skipped over a week and there's just been a lot of crazy changes happening right now in Team BDN and otherwise. And so first and foremost, I want to announce that we are hosting a free webinar January 31st, all on conquering the female metabolism. So ladies, if you are listening, I'm sorry, gentlemen, this one's not for you. It's for my ladies because you know, the, the hormones episode that we did the week prior, and then I still owe you guys a part two on the other type of lifestyle habits we're choosing that are causing our hormones to go array or awry, awry. <laughs> I'm a science and math person. English is just here to be able to communicate with you guys. So just kidding. But what, um, how that all plays into our results and how we get results. And so we led into that with, you know, I don't know who's, who needs to hear this, but your hormones aren't to blame for your lack of results or lack of weight loss. And it's what we're choosing to do. So I'm really, really diving into the female metabolism here. I mean, hello, we are the metabolism people. We're the metabolism and hormone and macro people. So I'm going to be hosting a free webinar and I know metabolism doesn't sound sexy, but let me tell you, if you can conquer your metabolism and work with it and work with your hormones and like, it's such a beautiful fucking process and getting in synchronicity with it. You just feel amazing. You know exactly what to do. You can feel your cues and your symptoms and you like know when you're ready for a diet, you know, when you're ready to come out of a diet, you feel nourished, you feel energetic. It is incredible. So conquering your metabolism, instead of just listening to like hundreds of thousands of diet gurus on the internet who are just literally there to sell you a product like apple cider vinegar <laughs> or come do this carnivore or this detox tea so you can shit your brains out and lose five pounds in two days, right? Like we don't, we don't want that. That's not doing anything for our metabolism. And, you know, unfortunately there are companies using metabolism as a selling point to, hack your metabolism and get the fastest metabolism ever. And they're giving you like caffeine supplements. That's not how you get the fastest metabolism ever, by the way, spoiler alert, sorry. So I'm doing a free webinar because I think we need to continue spreading education. I do about, I think I do a webinar a quarter. So this is gonna be our first quarter webinar. I'm really excited. So conquering the female metabolism, reasons you're not seeing results and getting, um, what is it? Strategies for stubborn fat loss. There it is. There it is, guys. Uh, you know you love me. That's why you listen to me. So strategies for stubborn fat loss. So if you are in the gym doing all the right things, not seeing the results, this could be one of the reasons why. Or if you just don't know where to start, you literally like know you have a slow metabolism. It's not working like it used to in your 20s and we think it's just age. It's not age. Again, another spoiler alert, unless you are over the age of 60 and even then it starts marginally declining. So we're gonna go over all of these reasons in our webinar. I'm gonna post the link in the show notes. You can sign up. It is literally free. It is free and yes, it will be recorded. So if you can't attend live, although you should, because there's going to be some fun bonuses and giveaways and you can ask me a bunch of questions, which is always fun. I love these webinars. Uh, sign up anyway and you'll get the recording later. So now that that's over with, the topic I'm actually going to talk about today. So we're going to put a little hiatus again on the hormone talk, which sounds crazy, but this is also part of the metabolism Metabolism amazingness is something that I experienced with my own metabolism. And I'm going to share my story because I literally stepped on the scale this morning, guys, and I am 135 again, 135. And some of you listening who don't know my story, which is why I'm going to talk about it right now, my most recent health story struggle and, and you know, what I've been going through the past year and a half, two years almost now, 
Um, it's been nuts. And so to reach 135 was just like a significant, like, fuck yes, I made it. I'm finally doing what I'm supposed to be doing. What we did for my body is working, even though it sounded ass backwards. I need to share this with everyone so that they can do it with their clients or they can do it for themselves or pay attention to the cues or just something to where it helps someone else because it's been truly insane and it's been one of the hardest things I've ever done um, is trying to get my body back. And I say 135 again, I was trying to gain weight. I was trying to gain weight and it was so hard. And I know I'm gonna have some listeners on here who are like, oh, boo-hoo. Pity you, you can't gain weight. I can look at a cookie and gain five pounds. Listen, I get it, I get it. Like, it may seem easy to gain weight until you can't. It may seem easy to lose weight until you can't, right? And then you're like, why? All I'm supposed to, like, you know, science says, the books say that if I eat more than I burn, I'm supposed to gain. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? There's always an exception and there's always body processes that take over. And this is why our metabolism and the way our body works is so fucking cool. So let's start from the beginning. Um, if you've listened to, actually, let me pull that up right now while I'm on here because I don't remember what episode this was, but I went back. Let's see. Da, da, da. Oh, I did do a, a intermittent fasting podcast. I forgot about that. Okay. Episode... Episode, episode, oh my gosh, my Zoom just quit. Well, episode 19 on how toxic situations affect our health, how toxic toxic situations impact our health. This was a podcast episode I did after getting out of a really like poor relationship. Now I recorded that episode in September. I think our relationship was done in June. Yeah, so June. So it was quite some time after and I was ready to talk about it. And, you know, now I'm like, talk about it all day, whatever. Um, I was not in a great relationship from March of 2021 to June of 2022. So about 15 months. And, you know, you can listen to that episode and kind of get some more details. But for the, the short story of it, the Sparknote version of it was we had a lot, a lot, a lot of drama and a lot of issues with an ex-girlfriend of my boyfriend at the time who just made it her mission to make our life a living hell. And like, you know, you just write off these people. It doesn't matter. But then it starts impacting, you know, like if we went somewhere, she would show up or texting or social media or showing up at his house and like breaking in. And yeah, it was crazy, y'all. So and then just all of the conversations and the drama and the whatever that happened with him. And, you know, again, I'll sit here and say, like, it's easy to say, well, why didn't you leave? Like you do stupid shit and you believe stupid shit when you love someone. You really do. I know we've all been there. We have, and you just try and you want to make it work so bad because you care about this person. But then you realize like, they probably really don't care about you because if they did, you wouldn't be in this position. So finally left that. But because of all the just stress and anxiety and, and my sympathetic nervous system was heightened the entire time. Like I was probably living off of adrenaline and all of the other neurotransmitters, <laughs> ever and ever and adrenaline. Um, it was bad. It was not a good time. And, you know, I lost eight and a half pounds over that relationship. And I will say not over 15 months either. I lost eight and a half pounds from March to probably August, September, maybe November, like in a six or seven month period. Could have been even a pound a month. I don't remember because I remember just losing and being like, this is starting to scare me. I can't afford to lose weight. 
Like, I don't even think I can afford to lose weight at 135. And then I got to 126 and a half was the lowest I saw on the scale. And I remember crying because I felt so thin. I felt so sickly. Like I knew I was unhappy and I was like, I got to eat more. I got to eat more. But because of all the stress and emotional stress, I had no appetite. So my food aversions were high, like fat disgusted me. Like the thought of almond butter, just like the consistency, avocados, like beef, I didn't want it. I had a really high food aversion to fat. And then I would be making myself thousand calorie protein shakes so that I could get in food. And I, I was eating, my, I was tracking, I was eating, I was eating north of 2000 calories, like 21, 2200. And at the time, this was the most I'd ever eaten in my life. So I was like, I should be gaining, I should be maintaining, I shouldn't be losing, right? Um, I was still training at the gym. So I was like, if anything, I should be turning this into muscle actually lost muscle. I lost a lot of mass and I lost a lot of size, especially in my lower body. Like my pants were very loose. My, you know, I always have this issue with pants where they fit my legs, but they don't fit my waist. So I have to wear a belt or something like that. They were not even fitting my legs anymore. My legs had lost size. And like part of my, my thing is like being quadzilla and having quads. And I lost that. So it's almost like I lost a little bit of my identity and I, I felt like an imposter because I was failing as a my own client. Like I couldn't even help myself. Like you're supposed to be eating, Ashley. You're supposed to be able to figure this out because you do this for other people. Why can't you figure out what your body's doing? And at the time I didn't realize it was all stress because I was still trying to do stress management practices. I was in acupuncture. I think I was taking ashwagandha. Like I was trying to meditate. So I was like, oh, I'm totally controlling my stress. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. So what ended up happening is I got out of that relationship finally. I left that toxic situation. And so call it a combination of a couple of things that happened. I was able to maintain somewhere around like 127 for a little while, 128 some days on a good day, but I hadn't seen 130 in so long. So, you know, I had lost eight pounds. And that was a, that was a lot to me. It was still crazy. You know, I'd go over to my family's house and I see them maybe once a month, um, you know, longer if it's, we're traveling or something's going on, which I don't love, but you know, I'd walk in and my mom would be like, you look really skinny. Are you eating? And I'm like, you have no fucking, I would immediately burst into tears because I'd be like, you have no fucking idea how much I'm actually eating and how hard I'm trying to gain weight. And you're sitting here telling me that I look skinny. And like, I didn't want to look skinny. I didn't want to look thin. And you could see it in my face. You could see it everywhere. So it was really difficult. Um, and I think I've gone over content pieces on that where people are like, hey, are you okay? Like, you don't look good. You shouldn't lose any more weight. And I was like, bro, I'm fucking trying. Yeah, there's probably gonna be a lot of F-bombs in this one, guys. But it was really hard. Not only was my own personal health struggle hard, but with the relationship was really hard. And getting over that relationship was really hard. And you know, now it was the best thing I ever did was leaving that and walking away from it and like realizing this, this person and, and the other person attached are just giant pieces of shit. <laughs> like, I know you're not supposed to say that out loud, but I'm allowed to say it out loud. I'm allowed to say it out loud. Um, yes, I had some, some of my own things in that relationship and I've already talked about that, but for the most part, I just stuck around way too long and shouldn't have. So it took its it took its toll on me. Listen to that episode if you haven't. But where the crazy part came with this. And so now, okay, so June of 2022, it's been 6 months. It's been 6ish months 
and I've put back on the eight and a half pounds. And that's what this morning was, is I stepped on the scale and I see the 135 number and I was like, yes, 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 yes. I am finally back to day one. I am back to how I was before I let this whole thing change my life in March of 2020. And it's crazy because it's like, I feel like I've made it. Like, I feel like it's like not only a, a physical healing, but a cathartic, like mental healing too. So what we've done in the past six or seven months is A, yes, get, get out of a toxic situation so my nervous system could calm down. But what was happening in my body was truly phenomenal because in June, I hired my coach, Allie Gilbert, love her. She is the queen of men's health. So if you are a male and you're listening to this and you want some help with your testosterone levels, just overall in the gym, eating, whatever, she is the boss ass bitch of men's health. So check her out. She's always tagged to my Instagrams at the Allie Gilbert. Check her out. We're friends. We were in the same mastermind group. And so I hired her for her no BS attitude. Like, yeah, clearly I'm not a dude, but I needed her to push me because she is that type of personality. Like take no excuses, fuck your feelings. We're going to do this. And I was like, cool, take over my programming and take over my food because I'm exhausted and clearly what I'm doing isn't working. So this is about learning when to ask for help as well. Uh, because even as a coach, I was being stubborn and was like, I can do this. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So I had to realize that like, you know, we always hear if I, if, uh, or I know what to do, I just need to do it. I was doing it and I knew what to do or I thought I knew what to do. And I even had, you know, accountability in like my friends and accountability in myself. It wasn't the accountability I needed. I needed a new perspective and I needed someone to just do it for me because the stress that it was putting on me to try and figure out my own body was not helping. And you don't know what you don't know. That's one of the, our favorite sayings in here too. One of my clients, shout out to Katie, <laughs> if you're listening. Always, we always say that you don't know what you don't know. And so I needed to know and figure out what I didn't know about this situation. And so luckily, Allie's coach, Luke, uh, who lives in Australia. Yes, my coach has a coach and I have a coach. Like everyone has coaches. Coaches have coaches too. We invest in, we practice what we preach basically. So talked about me in a, in like a case study to her coach. And we realized like, listen, you actually need to, so, so we had to do things ass backwards. She originally was giving me more food. Like we were up to 450 grams of carbs on the weekend, 450 on the weekend, 400 normal days. I was ripping through it. Wasn't gaining anything. <laughs> was not gaining a pound. Like even the water weight that usually follows carbs, I was not really putting on at all. It was insane how much we were trying to feed me and it not work. I was doing a four day split in the gym and it was just getting, again, super frustrating and I, I hated eating. I hated it because I was like, it's not working. This is so much food. Why am I force feeding myself to do something that's not working? So she had a talk with her coach who actually had some, another client who kind of was going through the same thing. And we basically, like I said, flipped it and went ass backwards. We lowered my calories, which I was always afraid to do because I didn't trust myself because I couldn't shrivel up anymore. I couldn't lose any more weight. So like there were, I was literally not even getting steps in because it was like, I cannot burn more calories because I cannot eat more food. So I need to just be a fucking hermit and sit on the couch all day or not move from my desk because calorie burning ain't gonna happen. It's not happening. So 
we, you know, the new plan was lower calories and lower training. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. But essentially what was going on in my body was I was in like a hyper ass state of glycolysis and just shuttling nutrients through whatever I was eating, my body was taking, utilizing and throwing back out, which is why I wasn't gaining any weight. So I was in this hyper, hyper stress response of just whatever I was feeding myself, that's it. It was just in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. I was ripping through it. And when you're in such a state of catabolism as well, you're not able to gain muscle. You're not able to put on muscle during a high, high, high stress state. So we had to calm that stress down somehow. So we lowered calories and gave my body less resources to use, which if you've heard me, you know, now it makes all scientific sense, but if you've heard me where we're not giving our body enough sometimes and it needs all that to function, it will start to conserve energy and slow down. So that's kind of what happened is it started to slow down. We also took my training down to two days a week. And so I wasn't lifting as intensely. I was giving my body a break. I was giving it a break to rest, to let the parasympathetic nervous system kick in a little bit, which we needed to calm down the sympathetic nervous system, get out of fight or flight. We needed to chill on all processes. And it reminded me years ago when I was going through my thyroid issues at first and trying to heal those, I had to back my training down to two days a week and only 30 minutes of training on those two days. And I was like, no, I'm a five, six day a week worker outer. Like there's no way I'm going down to two 30 minute sessions. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna gain so much weight. I didn't either, my body needed it. So you guys also have to remember, I have a thyroid issue. So lots and lots and lots of stress. And if I'm, I'm taking like high thyroid hormone, it was actually like putting me in a hyperthyroid state. So I had to back off. We had to back off and we had to set a new baseline. So we backed off and then we also added in some aerobic activity to build up mitochondria in the body. And so mitochondria, if you don't know from biology, are the powerhouses of the cell and they are super important for nutrient shuttling, using the energy, right? Conversion um, of the energy and how we use things in our muscles. We're not gonna get very scientific here, guys, but we needed to build up more of those. And so that's what aerobic activity was for. We added in sprints and I still laugh to this day. She's like, what kind of aerobic activity do you like? Running, swimming? I go, none. (laughs) And then we finally settled on sprints and I was like, okay, I actually like sprints. I will do sprints. So I started doing sprints for about four or five weeks. So two days of training and four and uh, one day of sprinting. I think it was actually two days of sprinting at one point to really hype it up and drop my calories to like 2000, 2100. And I started to chill. My body started to like go up a little bit. And I was like, this is so weird. What is happening? Like someone help me. Like, I don't get it. So we spent weeks doing this and then we bumped it up to three days a week of training and one day of sprints. And then I think she gave me some more calories and we bumped it up there. And then we did that for, you know, four or five weeks. And then we got up to a four day split and no more sprinting. And then I was like super pumped. Cause I was like, yes, I'm back. Like we're finally get 128. We're finally at like 129. And then we bumped it up again and again and again, and we bumped it up to a five day split. And I was super nervous at the five day split. Cause I was like, I do not want to tax my body again and overrun it and have myself back losing again. Like this is what I'm scared. But the time that we took to take a chill pill and take a break was exactly what I needed. Because now, yes, I'm eating a shit ton now because I'm trying to bulk. I was trying to gain weight, which is bulking. So 
I just finished up a five-day split for about eight weeks, seven to eight weeks, and now I'm on a deload week, so we're, we're calming things down a little bit because I was getting like real tired. But I'm eating 2750 is my calorie goal right now, and I have gained slowly the weight back. I mean, I wouldn't say slowly. Honestly, December, I probably put on five pounds in December. Something switched over in December, and I was finally able, not holidays either, it wasn't holiday weight gain, because I think I ate less over the holidays because I was traveling, and that's always how it goes for me. But I finally was able to just start putting on muscle, and you can see it in my frame. So my body like changed over from catabolism to more of an anabolic state, and I was able to actually utilize the nutrients that I was giving it. We bumped up my protein super high. Now my carbs are back super high. And now I have my appetite back. Like I don't look at fat and get grossed out. Like I want to eat the jar. Like I have the ability to, like I used to wake up in the morning and make my gluten-free bagel and could not even finish a half of that bagel. Like I remember chewing it and it just feeling like, like I used to say to myself, like, do I need to go to the doctor? Cause I feel like I don't have any salivary glands. Like they're not working. Like the enzymes in my mouth are not breaking down this food. Like what is going on? And now obviously that's all gone away and has gone away for a couple months now, but it's just crazy how I couldn't even finish two eggs and half a bagel before. And now I'm like a full bagel, four eggs and some raspberries. Like I, I remember this feeling and I, I just am so happy to have my appetite back, but it was such a crazy time in my life because I never thought that stress would do this. And it wasn't, so I want to make this very clear because the first time when I had my thyroid issues and I had all of that stuff, it was just plain old stress. It was pharmacy stress. It was overtraining. It was under eating. These were like normal types of, of physical stress and mental stress. This type of go around, this go around, the stress was all emotional, which is why instead of comfort eating, I lost my appetite. And I see a lot of clients go through the same thing. Mental stress is different than emotional stress. And emotional stress where you're feeling super sad and super depressed and really anxious. Like I was having heart palpitations, wore a heart monitor for a week, right? Or less than a week because I'm allergic to latex. Good times. Uh, it was just emotional stress is a whole different animal and affects your body in an entirely different way. And we know how we get when we're depressed. Like we don't want to eat sometimes. You almost feel sick, right? all the time, your immune system takes shit. And so now that I have my appetite back, I know that we are like re-regulated, that I'm no longer in that shitty ass negative cloud energy. And my body really needed a reset. And so I share this because it was so frustrating and I probably tried for a year and a half this whole process has been a year and a half to just gain back eight and a half pounds. And we get clients, you know, who want to lose weight in 12 weeks and want to make substantial results in a short amount of time. And it's like, guys, sometimes it doesn't work that way. And sometimes we're not doing what we need to do to get those results, or we we're not in the right situation to get those results. Or, you know, there's some missing piece. And for me, it was this knowledge or this, this trust to allow myself to eat less and back down and start over so that my body could heal and do what it needed to do emotionally and physically. Um, another, another topic for another time, because I don't want to make these episodes super, super long, is like stored trauma 
and trauma that we have and how that really plays a big role in our ability to achieve our results too and, and makes us really focused on coping mechanisms that might not be the healthiest for us is to hide and numb those feelings of, of trauma and feelings we wanna forget. So for another, for another week, I'll write that one down. But I share this because it's gonna take time. There needs to be patience for certain goals. And if you told me to gain weight, well, if you told me I was gonna lose eight and a half pounds, I would have been like, no fucking way. Or that it was gonna take a year and a half to gain that weight back and 2,700, almost 3,000 calories some days I'm, I'm doing, guys. Like I'm going over my macros some days just because I'm trying to gain more, right? Like I wanted it quickly. And we're not dirty bulking either. There's a difference. Dirty bulking is like eating all the bad foods, whatever, like shoving down McDonald's and ice cream and, and shit just to gain weight. I'm still eating very clean because I don't feel great when I eat shitty. Like, trust me, French fries are one of my favorite foods. It's like my my vice, right? And I still have those and I'm still drinking a little bit. I'm still having my, che my no cheeseburgers, hamburgers, because we can't do dairy, but I am still eating for the most part, like very healthfully. Um, but so clean bulking and dirty bulking, there's definitely a difference, but I'm, I've been eating so much to just try and get back to this goal. And now I'm seeing it's working and now I'm here. And, and now my new goal is potentially, you know, all I wanted to do is get to 135. Like I was so stoked to just get back to how I was. And now I want to add more size or I've always wanted to add more size to my lower body. So I think I'm gonna go for another five or 10 pounds and see what I can do. And yes, I'm probably gonna get fluffy and gain some body fat, but then we're gonna cut down probably back to 135 and see what I can build. So I'm not sure yet, the goal is open-ended. I'm sure I'll be posting my journey so you guys can see it. But this is why it's so important to not only ask for help when you need it, because you're gonna learn some new shit and fix a problem so much faster than if you just keep spinning your wheels yourself, to have patience, because eventually, patience and consistency. If I would have given up, I would have surely lost more weight. If I didn't keep pushing or looking for answers or forcing myself to eat every day when I didn't want to, there'd be times I'd be drinking a protein shake crying because I didn't want to eat, but I knew I had to. It's not always pretty, guys. And I don't—I didn't share that stuff with you guys the past year and a half. Like you don't see me on my stories crying, drinking a protein shake. You see me recording a stupid reel and trying to just be normal when you're not feeling normal. So, you know, it was just a crazy, crazy time. And now, you know, now I'm hoping there's an off button with the weight gain. I guess we'll see. This could be, no, I'm not even going to throw it out there. I'm not even going to jinx it. But <sighs> patience, consistency, not being afraid to ask for help and not being afraid to like admit that your situation is probably toxic sometimes and that we need to get out of it, whether it be work, relationships, living situations, etc. Your health is of the utmost importance and we can't let other factors be the deciding factor of our health status. Work doesn't care about you. Like as a pharmacist, I was a number. They don't care that my mental health was going to shit. They don't care that my physical health was going to shit. So why am I gonna allow them to dictate my health status and the only body that I get and the only life I have to live when they don't give a shit about me. You're not. So make sure you take time for yourself. Eat correctly, hydrate, sleep. If it's negative, get out of it or, or find some way to make it positive. Mental gratitude and everything is so, so, so important. But 
you know, if you are struggling with weight gain or weight loss, I hope you can take some of these nuggets for your clients and kind of be like, okay, maybe I should, you know, this patient or this client is a hard gainer. Everything we give them, they're just ripping through whatever. Maybe it's time to back off their macros and back off their training and just do a little bit of a reset, add in some aerobic work and see where we go. If you guys have any questions on this episode or any thoughts, please, as always, get back to me on Instagram at Dr. Dwyer. Next week, we will be talking about the step two of lifestyle habits and things that we're doing that affect our hormones. And then the free webinar, January 31st at 7 p.m. EST. I want to see you guys. Um, Okay, anyway, thanks for joining me on this little vulnerable episode. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.